Welcome back to another episode of the Anime Show. I'm your host, Aki, and also your co-host, Aki. And in this episode, we discussed why it's just to me this time, and only me, and why Cory in the House is the best anime ever, period. And also, I'll be answering some of your questions and some anime that I'll be watching for the fall of 2017. Get the podcast now on Wooshka or download the free SBS Pop Asia app. I'm Aki, and Joey is not currently here in this episode because he is actually getting ready to go to Australia, as am I, but unfortunately, he has to go out and do some errands today. So unfortunately, a lot of things have been going on. Our schedules have been pretty freaking tight. So um, hopefully, by the time we're both in Australia, when we are physically together, and it's also where the studio is located at, then hopefully we can, you know, record maybe an episode or two and just see how it goes. But yeah, so that's pretty much the reasoning in a nutshell. So I guess I'll discuss, uh, you know, just a couple of things that have been going on first. Um, like I said, I'm getting ready for Australia, and so I'm getting a few videos ready right now. Uh, one of the videos I was actually just doing was I found this page dedicated to Corey in the house. It was quite strange, actually. So there's like this ongoing meme, if you guys don't know, that Corey in the house is the best anime ever. And to be honest, I feel like, and Joey feels like, and a lot of people feel like, it is just so overdone. Uh, it was first created by, I guess, uh, this one other big YouTuber, Filthy Frank, who I really don't suggest anybody who doesn't want to see anything explicit uh, go to, but in my opinion, I think he's a pretty funny guy. And I believe he's also from Australia as well. So he made this joke saying that Cory in the House was the best anime, and I guess it just caught on with a lot of people. Um and I usually don't like to follow anything where it's just milked out so much that it becomes so irritating, but I couldn't help myself when I found on, like, this website called Kitsu, a legitimate page completely dedicated to reviewing and giving your insight on the anime or what is joked as an anime core in the house. And some of them are, oh, they were just hilarious. So I'm going to go through a couple of them right now. Uh, first off, uh, the parody title for this is Cory Whitehouse de Choltaihen, which they just, uh, this joke has just been stretched out so much. But here's an example of a, uh, review of it. So one says, slowly builds to a chaotic conclusion, grooming Cory's family to leave him desperate, broken, and vulnerable to influence. Masterful. Uh, for anybody that's pretty much heard a lot of reviews on anime, that's kind of teasing what a lot of, I guess, elitists or a lot of really experienced anime reviewers, so to speak, would word it. Um, so this is just kind of parodying everything. Uh, another one here is saying that Cory in the House is, unlike most anime, it's straight to the point, protagonist reaches the, <laughs> reaches the house by episode two. Um, so I just kind of like went through all of these. Yeah, Cory in the House, best anime ever. Uh, glorious deconstruction of the medium with lifelike characters and photorealistic animation executed to perfection. A classic. So, yeah, it was on this website called Kitsu, and I had to go through these, and I just couldn't believe that people actually took it this far. Like, this is a website just for reviewing anime. Strictly just reviewing how you know, what people's feedback or what their thoughts are on certain episodes, and it's supposed to actually be a pretty serious site. 
And I guess, you know, they just decided to carry on the joke and bring it over here. So, um, if you guys ever want to organize your anime, go to Kitsu, I guess, if you want. But, yeah. So, I've been using that. Uh, what else do they have here for Cory in the house? Uh, another one is, it's like Korowa So Raven This But Better, which is another way of saying, it's like That So Raven But A Lot Better. So, these are just like parody reviews. And I have to say, I, I pretty much died laughing at that one. Now, uh, going on a little bit of a weird topic here, I feel so awkward just being here alone without, <laughs> without anybody with me. I have to, like, just continuously make comments and subjects for the duration of this entire show. What do I do? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I guess I could actually just talk about some anime that I'm into for anyone that wants to be recommended anything. So a lot of the tastes that Joey and I have uh, are pretty similar. One that we particularly like is anything that's pretty psychological. So things that kind of like mess with your head a bit. And I guess one director I would say is probably Satoshi Kon. Uh, any of his works are pretty awesome. Like there's Paprika, which is extremely similar to Inception. Uh, the first time I saw Inception, I was just reminded of Paprika and I was like, oh, yep, this is just like it. So that's one. Um, another one would be like Serial Experiments Lane, which is an anime that scarily kind of portrays the internet and how it just takes over people's lives and it came out before any anything happened really uh before iphones came out before we all just kind of had our faces in a screen that like we do nowadays so that one's like super awesome but yeah so those are just like examples of what we like to watch uh if you're looking for something a little bit more simpler anything that's really like slice of life uh that's uh, kind of funny in a lot of ways, such as Lucky Star. I don't know if that would be funny today, because there's a lot of references made to other games in anime as opposed to back then. So there's one. Uh, what was another one? Another slice of life, I would probably suggest My Ordinary Life. Yeah, that's an anime. Uh, that one, it's kind of self-explanatory, but it takes, like, someone's just regular life, and yet they blow everything out of proportion. Uh, the comedic timing in that is just impeccable. Like, I would definitely recommend that to anybody that probably needs a good laugh. But those are just some. And actually, recently, I just introduced my mom to a couple of anime movies, and I actually made um, two videos about it. One anime I showed her was Wolf Children, and I thought that that would be a pretty good one to really start off with, because when I was younger, she used to take me to the movie theaters, and we would watch Pokemon movie, and she was just in torture, because I she didn't really get it. And I would just kind of sit there, eat my popcorn, and I would be, like, screaming and yelling because... Well, not screaming and yelling, but I would just be so hyped up and I would be kicking my feet because I was so excited. And then there she is. She's just sleepy. So here we are years later, and I was hoping that maybe, you know, since she supports what I do as a YouTuber, that it's about anime, why not try and get her into some anime stuff as well? So I picked Wolf Children because it was something that kind of met in the middle with parents and their kids and what it's like to have your kids grow up. So when I had her watch that, she had a lot to say about it and she really liked it. Unfortunately, she was kind of down after. She was a little bit sad because she really could relate to the main girl, Hana, for so long. 
So one thing that Hana does in the anime is that she pretty much becomes widowed, and it happens so early in the movie. But she becomes widowed, and she's kind of left with these kids who also have the ability to change into wolves. And so I asked my mom, like things such as, even though the kids are wolves, do they kind of remind you of me and my sister when we were kids? And she's like, oh yeah, definitely. Like it, what the symbolism is in that is. The wolves kind of represent what it's like to be a new parent, and that you don't know exactly what to do. So even though she has to take care of wolves, I mean she's also a new mother. So in a lot of ways,、uh, she could kind of relate to that on a personal level. And then it's just kind of about really letting your kids make the choices that they want. So together we had like a really good time watching it. That wasn't my first time, but I thought that that was a really good introduction. The second movie I introduced her to was Grave of the Fireflies, and she had a lot to say about that as well. One thing she said was, "One, it was super sad, and she only really suggests it to anybody who's kind of interested in learning about like the history and the impact of war, and nothing really good kind of comes out of this movie. It's really just about like a brother and sister who." Are、uh, victims of this terrible incident that happened in their country, and so they're given like the shorter end of the stick as casualties, and they try to survive. But they're just kids, so they don't really know what to do, and it's it's super sad. But I introduced that to her because she kind of likes movies that, or would probably prefer movies that are on a more realistic or personal level. So if I had to suggest any other anime to her. I don't know exactly which one I'll start off with, but maybe she's now ready for some Ghibli movies because those are a little bit more fantasy-like. So she'll hopefully like those ones.、Um, I don't think she'll ever really be ready for full-blown series, or at least not nothing too crazy like No Game No Life or Naruto or Bleach or anything like that. But one that I was trying to get her into is Sweetness and Lightning. Which is another series about a father and his daughter, and so I think she can connect with that、uh, on a personal level as well. I only showed her the first two episodes, and she really liked it. So yeah. KCON 2017 Australia is this Friday and Saturday, and SBS Pop Asia will be broadcasting live on both days of the convention. The whole team will be there with heaps of fun at the Pop Asia booth. If you're coming to the convention, come and say hi. If you can't be there, well, we got you covered on the radio and online throughout the entire convention. SBS Pop Asia, official media partner of KCON 2017 Australia. So I'm gonna go into this next segment here, and I'm gonna be taking some questions that you guys ask using the hashtag #SBSAnime. So some of these are directed at Joey, but I'm gonna try and answer as many as I can. So this one is by James Welsh.、Uh, you posted on September 17th. Is that today? No, it's not today.、Um, but you said, "Hey Joey, my name is James Welsh, and I am a huge fan. I was wondering what your thoughts on To Love Rue are." Thanks. I'm sorry that Joey's not here today, but he absolutely loves to love Rue,、um, and it has one of his best girls in it. So hopefully, the next time he's here, maybe he can go a little bit more in depth with that. But he always talks about it all the time.、Uh, this next one is by Scarecrow Smile. You posted on August 27th. You asked which do you prefer to get a prequel or a sequel to an anime you like? Doesn't matter if it's in the form of a movie or an OVA. Uh, a prequel or a sequel to an anime? Sheesh! Like there, 
it's like I feel like there's a lot. I just can't think of any at the top of my head. Um, I mean, I was recently just talking about sweetness and lightning. I would like to see what life is like either in the future or maybe before sweetness and lightning, like maybe when the mother was alive or afterwards, but then we just pretty much got Clanad. Um, one movie that came out that's a prequel to everything was No Game No Life Zero, which I've been really wanting to see. And what else would there be? I'm kind of looking around my room right now. Um, a lot of these I, I wouldn't mind if they were never made because I feel like there's so many anime where it ended perfectly, such as Death Parade. But if we saw maybe more of Death Parade of what happened afterwards, um, for those of you that have seen it, I won't give any spoilers away, but, uh, that would be pretty cool to see. And other than that, Again, can't really think at the top of my head at the moment, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, see some interesting ones coming up in the future, which we will. There's actually quite a bit happening next fall or this upcoming fall. Uh, let's see. Next question is by Dark Mage Fusion. When are you going to get married to each other? Uh, you're asking this to both Joey and I. Uh, not really ready for that yet. Don't know when we will be, but... I don't know. Whatever happens, happens, I guess. Um, yeah, we don't really talk or think about that stuff at all. But for the fandoms and the shippings out there, you can maybe have it exist in your stories. Uh, next question by Sakura and Nichi. How do you introduce anime to a non-anime fan, like a friend who are hockey players? I mean, I don't think hockey players and anime are that I guess they're not really meant to be like separated, but I don't know. I would say that you can introduce them to a film because I, that's what I do with a lot of people because a movie is probably the shortest, quickest, and best way to do it. Because a lot of times the movie is a one shot and an original story. If you start off with the series, they have to sit there for hours on end. So you don't really want to like have them dive too deep into it. So that's just kind of like my suggestion. Um, with the whole hockey player thing, I think it's just there's this misconception that people who play sports aren't really into anime. And I would just say there's just a lot of people that aren't into anime. But um, that's just one thing that I would suggest. This one is by Fruitcake. Uh, if you think episode one of Moomin was dark, just wait to see episode six with Grok. Still traumatized me until this day. Dude, I saw Moomin. Oh my god, it was so dark. Like, I don't even comprehend how in the heck did anybody when they were younger not see how dark that was. Then again, I think a lot of shows were like that. I know I grew up with, let's say, Courage a Cowardly Dog. I know that's already a scary show in itself. And there were a lot of scary episodes still when I was younger. But there's a lot of things in there that they touched upon that were actually pretty serious. Uh, I remember there was this other episode of, what was it, uh, Rugrats, where I think it was when Chucky wanted to see what life, or was forced to see what life would have been like without him. Yeah, it was pretty dark, but... Yeah, um, when it comes to anime, I think that it can really stretch out to any age gap or any age range. So you can have like some dark stuff for the older people, but I haven't really seen too many children's ones that are particularly, I guess, too dark. But if there are, I just haven't dwelled into them. Um, let's see. 
by Lost in the Echo, do you ever think about the setting of certain anime as in which a country it takes place? So, do you mean, like, are we thinking about or judging the country it's taking place in? Or do we just plan on it? Well, okay, I'll, I'll take it like this, that the first one that I could take it as is if we kind of judge the setting or the country it takes place. Not really. I feel like if the anime series is, I guess, um, I guess if the series is just good in general, it doesn't really matter what country it takes place in. Like, Hitalia is just about different countries, and it sort of works. Um, Yojo Senki kind of takes place in old Germany. So, I mean, it really just depends on the anime itself and how it decides to, I guess, work around it. But it's not really the first judgments I make. I don't look at an anime and I'm like, oh man, this is taking place in Sweden. Like, I'm not going to watch this. But, um, it, I mean, if it takes place like in Sweden and then everybody's just kind of, I don't know, following Japanese mannerisms, then it'll be kind of a weird mix. But that's the best answer I could probably give. Uh, another one. Oh, buy fruitcake again. I just listened to the podcast about the anime con in Finland and want to say that Ginga was also popular here in Norway. Nice. Cool. Um, <laughs> the next one's by Ape God. What do you say to me? I don't like Madoka Magical, but the art's amazing. Yeah, if you don't like Madoka Magica, that, that's fine. I mean, there's a lot of people that like it and a lot of people that don't. Well, so what do we have to say to you? Uh, that's, that's great on your part, I guess. You can like and dislike whatever you want. Uh, this one is by Krista. Will your sister be in more videos? Also, hi from Mexico City. Oh, this is to me personally. Oh, that's good. Uh, my sister, probably not. The thing is, is that she's in college right now. So she doesn't really have the time and we're so different that I don't even think she really wants to be on camera too much. It was really just that one time. But I don't know. It depends on the idea that I have, but it would be kind of cool. But she's kind of working on her own life right now. Uh, the next one will be, do you watch Naruto Shippuden by Neil Robinson? Uh, I did, but I, I don't remember where I stopped, but I did finish all of Naruto and then got up to Shippuden and I honestly don't think I got that far into Shippuden. I just know that I got frustrated that Sasuke was taking way too long to be found. And so I dropped it. Sorry, everybody. That's a fan of Naruto. I'm so sorry. Uh, this one's by Scott's son. I grew up with Moomin and it's the shiz. Dude, so my first thoughts on Moomin was like, I really, really wish I could have grown up with this. I honestly wish I could have grown up with this TV show. Um... I, it's kind of weird to call it an anime, but in a weird way it is, because if you guys look at the people who made Moomin, it, it was made in Japan, and it was like a collaborative effort to air in Japan. So it's an animation made in Japan, and I know that the definition of what anime is is a little blurry to some, so that's why I'm going to say this is pretty much an anime, um, but it was just like a collaborative effort between... Finland and Japan and so yeah my, my first thoughts on it was like I wish I could have grown up with this because dude the Moomins are so cute first off and second I just ah uh, I just wanted to watch more of them but I feel like I'm not as connected to them as I would be if I were younger 
Okay, so this one is by Anarchists Online, and you said, can you please come to Finland again? I couldn't come last time because it would have been a six-hour ride. Uh, hopefully we can come to Finland. From what I'm understanding, they do want us back. So I have the girl's number and she said that people like totally want us back. They loved having us there and we loved going there. I honestly didn't expect that Finland would be as, I guess, as active as it was because there was a lot of like, there was a lot of moments where even though it's such a peaceful and quiet place, I somehow felt like I was just having the time of my life. I think one is just because it's such a different country. And I don't know. It was, it was just really cool just seeing all the fans and just going around. And I think a big part is that there weren't really any tourists. Um, we were also told that like Finland isn't really like the, one of the top countries that people choose to visit. But we, we oddly were told that, uh, the number one that they get is people from Japan. And one of the reasons is Moomin, but also, I guess, surprisingly, Finland and Japan are actually really close, and I didn't know that. So hopefully we get to see you in Finland. Let's see, uh, this one is by Tennyson. Hey, are you the guy that makes, like, the music for my video? Well, you don't make them for my videos, but there's, like, this musical artist named Tennyson. But anyways, you asked, do you, do you think there is more Yaoi than Yuri in anime? Also, hi. Um... I would say yeah, because I think there's more Yaoi than Yuri, just because the marketing is so much bigger for Yaoi than Yuri. But I've appreciated both ends. It's just, with Yaoi, there's just this really big, uh, I guess, group of fans that just love seeing shippings. And I don't know, with Yuri, it's quite interesting. But I mean, some of my favorite Yuri, though, are things like Strawberry Panic, um, there was this other one, it, ha it had to do with, like, samurai. Oh, I can't remember what that was, but there was another religious one, like, Maria something, and I saw that one as well. Yeah, but the overall, Yaoi, I think, has a much bigger marketing and, uh, or a bigger market and audience than Yuri does, but I would like to see more Yuri. Um, I do know that Citrus is gonna come out, which I did read the manga, and it's really, really cool. So, that's something you guys can go watch. By popular demand! We've got more signed CDs to give away in this one-week pop bingo! Up for grabs are signed EXO, Monster X, and 101 albums. If you want the chance to win these CDs, play Pop Bingo on the free Pop Asia app. Hit the Pop Bingo tab in the app to get more info. Uh, this one's by Anime Otaku457. Have you and Joey ever watched Plastic Memories? If so, what did you think of it? It's my favorite anime. Um, I watched a bit of it, and I, I couldn't really get into it. I mean, Iris was kind of cute, but the story was just meh to me. I don't know what it was, but I feel like maybe it was just something I've seen a lot beforehand. But then again, I didn't finish it, so... Christina Maria asks, how many otaku friends do you have? Surprisingly, not a lot. I mean, I talk about anime and I know that I've, I have a community that likes anime and I'm surrounded by a lot of people that like anime, but personal friends? Not really. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. There's, there's other things that we relate to more than anime. In fact, it probably just balances out because you know, we can just do other different things besides from my job. Uh, next question by Roos in Hetveld. How do you get your parents convinced that anime is fine? I mean, 
with my parents, they they were just kind of weirded out of the fact that I wasn't really doing anything else but watching anime. But it's really hard to re- get parents into something like that. Um, I'm just lucky enough that my mom was really open to it. But convincing them, I mean, if they are really open-minded to giving it a shot, again, maybe just show them like a film or something. And if they don't like it, then that's it. Um, and if that does happen, you know, if they still don't like it, then just accept it. As long as they, you know, if they can accept that you like anime, then, you know, what, what harm done? Okay, guys, so I'm gonna switch it up a little bit here. Um, so fall anime is coming out soon. So I'm gonna be going through the list and talking about maybe what I'll be watching. And hopefully maybe some suggestions of mine you'll you'll take into account. So looking at it, um, the third season of Food Wars is coming out. And I haven't even seen the second one. But if you haven't seen Food Wars, I really suggest it. It's just I don't recommend that you watch it if you're hungry. Um, let's see. I've heard that this other one, Black Clover, this one sounds like it's it it might be pretty popular. I can't say if I'll be really into it. It says that it's about two friends that were abandoned together at the same church and have been inseparable since. And as children, they promised that they would compete against each other to see who would become the next emperor. So the storyline sounds sounds pretty cool. So two friends that have grown up and they they vow to compete with against each other. Maybe maybe that'll be something. Um, and then there's a second season of Himoto Umaru-chan. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you know what? The thing about, okay, the thing about Himoto Umaru-chan is like, it's about this little girl who can change into this obnoxious, lazy little kid at home, but when she's outside of the house, she turns basically into a young adult. But when she's in the house, she's like just a little, little brat. So the thing about this is like so much power is given to the attention of this one character that if you don't like that kind of personality, I don't think that you'll even like the series. Um, but there is one series here I'm kind of interested in. This one's called Just Because, and the studio is called Pine Jam, which I've never heard of before, but this is going to be a romance anime, I believe. So, just because it's at the end of the second semester of the third year of high school, four students are prepared for graduation and feel the ending to their high school life. That's going to be kind of interesting because when you're ending high school, this is kind of like when a little bit of paranoia and self-reflection comes in. Like, what have I done these past couple of years? I still don't know what I'm going to do and this is going to be a big change. Um, I, I think maybe I'll connect to it on a personal level and maybe a lot of people. Uh, the next one is the second season of March Comes In Like a Lion. That one I'm pretty excited for because March Comes In Like a Lion was beautiful. Let's see. A second season of uh, Osamatsu-san. Yeah, Osamatsu-san I would recommend to you guys because it's really, really funny. It's based off of an old classic in Japan, which is Osamatsu-kun. I, I think it was 70s? I don't know. It, it was It was black and white. Let's just say that. Well, let's see another one. There's not too much happening in the fall that I'm really looking forward to. This one looks kind of, kind of interesting. Uh, Omiyai Aitewa Oshiego, Oshiego? I don't know. It just says that 
this is about two characters. One that is a female teacher and her student, and they're engaged. So, there's a... Okay, well, <laughs> you got that. I don't know what to say about that. I, I feel like I have some mixed feelings on this series. Don't know how it's going to end up. But the image I'm looking at now is that the student who is a guy is much taller and bigger than the teacher and he's wrapping his arms around her. Geez, that would be like a no-go in Japan or maybe even just in a school setting. Um, yeah, this is about an arranged marriage, so... I don't know, maybe I'll watch it. I, I have no idea. Uh, the artwork on this next one looks kind of interesting. Urahara. This is about three high school girls that are putting together a limited time shop called Park in Japan's Harajuku. I can definitely tell from the artwork here that this is going to embrace like Harajuku style, but I don't know. Uh, it, like I said, like the fall isn't really showing too much that I'm really looking forward to. But there was another one that I saw like a while ago and it has to do with kind of like a apocalyptic sort of theme. But one anime that's actually coming out is Nekopara, which is like an anime that was, um, what was it? It was like supported on Kickstarter. So it's kind of based on that visual novel that you've probably seen. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. I donated to the Kickstarter myself. So hopefully I get some uh, incentive out of that. Oh man, I wish I could see though where the apocalyptic one is. Let me see if I can find it. Ah, here we go. Yes, it's called Shoujo Shimatsu Ryoko. It's, uh, this is, this is the summary. It says civilization is dead, but Chito and Yuri are still alive. So they hop abroad their beloved Kentankrad motorbike and aimlessly wander the ruins of the world they once knew. This is gonna be super interesting in my opinion because it's a slice of life after life. So that that's something I haven't really seen too much. It's a sli it's a post-apocalyptic slice of life and I think I might take something away from this. So I definitely have my eyes on that one and this is made by White Fox, which I believe it made ReZero. Did it make ReZero? Yes. It made Steinsgate ReZero and it also made more Steinsgate there you go. <laughs> so those are very uh, successful and popular series that come from this. So I'm looking forward to what this one has to offer. Other than that, I think uh, I'm going to be ending it here, guys. So yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening in on this episode of the anime show. Uh, apologies that Joey was not here in this episode, but he will definitely be back in the next one. So feel free to ask any other questions using the hashtag SBS anime and we appreciate you guys for listening we it was just me <laughs> what am I saying we <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I mean I I appreciate you guys for listening in on my random banter and we both Joey and I we will see you guys in the next episode bye